Hello, and welcome to a mini episode of Gallery 44's podcast. I'm your host, Lillian O'Brien Davis, curator of exhibitions and public programs at Gallery 44. This year, we're digging deeper into the programming we're presenting in our physical space, exploring each exhibition in depth with the artists who've created the work. This season, we've been exploring how to ask a question. I'm interested in exploring how I can get better at asking questions, learning how to speak up at the right moments, shaking off imposter syndrome, and managing the pressure of always looking ahead to the next thing. I'm here to be more present, slowing down to build better connections. Join me and maybe we can figure things out together. We're back after a short hiatus and today's mini episode will be exploring our current vitrines exhibition continuum featuring the work of artist Jocelyn Reynolds. Our vitrines galleries are located just outside of our main gallery at 401 Richmond. They're meant to be sites of experimentation where artists can explore concepts outside of a formal gallery context. Today, I'm speaking with Jocelyn Reynolds. In their artist practice, Jocelyn is engaged in an ongoing state of reflection about the interrelation between mystical experience and ordinary life. Conveyed through image and object, the artist's work is a perennial endeavor to externalize the internal and to look into the realm of the unseen. Originating during Jocelyn's term as artist-in-residence at Gallery 44, Continuum demonstrates the artist's enduring curiosity towards memory and the perception of time. Explorations into reinterpreting temporality emphasize the intricate reality of change, without which time would be imperceptible. Drawing on Reynolds' personal experience of transitioning into motherhood as a gender-fluid person, the works exhibited mirror the cycles of creation, destruction, and rebirth. Embracing time as an illusory, flexible, fractal phenomenon, manifestly queer in itself. Welcome, Jocelyn. Thanks, Lillian. Happy to be here. Yay. Um, so the show looks great. It's It's been so well received. I think um, the opening was so special because... Um, you know, we, usually we have like openings in the main gallery and everyone sort of like congregates there. But it was amazing because there's also like a second, like really big opening happening right in front of your piece or your installation. And I think it was just because the work really draws people in. Um, so that's been really cool to see how folks respond. Um, and I was wondering if you could walk us through the show visually a little bit. Like, what is the viewer looking at in each vitrine? Uh I would say that each vitrine is a sort of vignette of my psyche in different temporal states as I went through the experience of learning that my partner and I were going to have a baby and then, you know, his arrival and all that. And going from left to right, uh, I'll start with the first vitrine. This one kind of is touching on the past. And when you look at it, it's a mobile and they're these fractalized kaleidoscopic portraits of my matrilineage. So it's me and my mother and my grandmother. And with those works, I was sort of meditating on all of the different timelines and possibilities and identities that each of us have and could have and maybe do have in alternate universes. 
And then in the second vitrine, that was at the time the present moment. So that larger piece is a documentation of a durational piece that I did. And in that image, it's a photo of my childhood self that's frozen in a block of ice that's slowly melting in my hand. And then the third vitrine is the future. And there are three different pieces in there. There is the deteriorating photo that was the image that was inside the block of ice. And then there are two cyanotypes of myself and my son, Oscar. And those were developed using the water that melted from the block of ice in the durational piece. And then the water from the cyanotype process that is in a vessel and that slowly evaporates over the course of the exhibition. Becoming a parent it is so impactful on one's life that, of course, like people are drawn to make art about it. Um, and I think it was, I don't know if it was serendipity, obviously, because I'm not kind of privy to your full like parental journey in terms of planning and timing. But like a huge part of your artist residency has been this journey of becoming a first time parent. Um, and as an artist, I wonder if you could talk a bit about like what that journey has been like. Absolutely. Yes. It, the timing was uh, very cosmic, it seemed. Um, I think that this has been a very meaningful experience for me in ways that I never could have anticipated. It's been transformative on so many levels. And it has been very humbling. And it also, it all has a very mystical quality to it. You know, I keep telling people that it's just very trippy to watch another person develop consciousness and just become more present in the world. And it's so special to be so near to that and to watch that unfold. Um, it's been it's been really wonderful. I want to ask about your relationship to photography um, and, you know, how, how it sort of manifested in this project, but also in general, what got you interested in the medium and kind of where you're at with it now? Well, I definitely grew up around cameras and photography, more in the family snapshot sense of things. Uh, but I think it helps sort of just establish this presence of it and this importance of documentation. So from a young age, I was, you know, having my photo taken by my parents and my grandparents and that kind of thing. And then... After graduating university, I was meant to work in a research lab, a social psychology research lab, and then the grant they were going to pay me with fell through, and I decided to just start uh, serving tables and just taking more photos. And when I studied psychology, we learned about the psychologist, Chuck Smihalia, and talking about getting into a state of flow when you're immersed in an activity and you lose sense of time and space. And I always felt that way, taking photos. 
And I enjoyed feeling that way. And so I decided that I wanted to spend more time taking photos. And thinking about my relationship to photography and how it's kind of shifted over the last few years, what you were saying about at the beginning of the intro of the podcast and talking about slowing down and being present, I've always felt that way making images and I like being in the present and I want to live more in the present. I think sometimes I'm someone that lives in the future a bit too much and that can cause some anxiety, I think. So I always find it very grounding to uh, make images. And so that was sort of an attempt to control time in a way. And I think with this project specifically, it's a a deviation from that. And I've been focusing a bit more on surrender and play and just letting things go. And so this is part of that, that larger practice. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, And yeah, staying grounded being slow i mean the reason why i made those the themes of this podcast is because they're um, aspirations for me as well like i'm really curious in having these kinds of conversations because i think artists are simultaneously like experts at doing this and also not very good at it like and curators too like we're all guilty of sort of like loading overloading our plates and getting distracted from the sort of like creative essence of our work and then getting burnt out and getting bummed out and like becoming potentially cynical where like there there is this state of flow or this sweet spot where like you know that's where good work comes from and and um it's cool to kind of break it down and talk about it um and and see what we can kind of make of it together or at least that's my style. And I think I suspect yours too, because we're here together. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And um, yeah, I think this is a really great segue. Um, as I mentioned, you know, being in conversation with artists about this, I'm trying to draw a link through this podcast this season around how to ask a question is how I've been describing it. For me, what I'm doing is an inquiry that speaks to kind of like a larger investigation into what good criticism looks like, also in connection to labor practices. So I'm not being a good critical thinker when I'm tired. I'm not engaging properly when I'm overworked. I'm interested in questions of capacity and labor and how they relate to the larger conversations that we're having about art. And good conversation, it doesn't come out of nowhere. So as an artist, but also as a new parent, I'm curious about how you manage your workload and ability to be present with various projects at the same time. Uh, Yeah, I would say that there are a few things that contribute to that. One thing is that I have a very supportive partner who also does creative work. So we are a really good team and we are able to strategize and help each other have or find the time really to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. And I will also say that the nuclear family is a myth and it really does take a village 
as they say, to, you know, to raise a kid. So we are very lucky that we have a really loving and present community. And that includes family members and also friends and people are very willing to help and to show up. And so we're really lucky that way. Another thing is that I have integrated my son into my art practice. And so he is part of that now. And he's also around when I'm doing those things and I love to include him in those things. And so I think that's a big, a big part of it too, is sort of not uh, creating this delineation between uh, art and family life and putting those two things together, like taking Oscar to art exhibits and exposing him to those things and doing things together that we will hopefully continue to do together. And he'll enjoy as well as he gets older. And on a personal level, I think that trying my best to not overestimate my capacity to take things on and say no to things that don't feel aligned with what I'm doing is something that I try to do. Um, Yeah, because it really, it is easy to take on a lot of things and I want to make sure that I can devote the proper attention and presence to the things that I do take on. Wow. Thank you so much. I mean, I think so many of the like reoccurring themes that come up when I ask this question, which I, I do for most interviews is like community. So like whatever that looks like, it's, it varies of course for every person, but sort of like, yeah, not sort of imagining that the nuclear family, like the parent and child or children, like is it, and that there's this, this wider group of people who, who are there for you. And I think even if like, you're not in that, like in a parent position or a guardian position, like you know, the community around you that is able to su- support you and help you sustain yourself is such an important aspect of being a creative. And I suspect for anyone, and I've really noticed that be kind of this like reoccurring theme in terms of conversations that I've been having. So it's really nice to kind of revisit it and, you know, continue to underscore that value. Uh, Continuum runs on at the Gallery 44 Vitrines until May 27th, 2023. And stay tuned because we'll also be launching a digital project through our Gallery 44 digital web platform associated with Jocelyn's work that's sort of responding to your residency interests, but also this exhibition kind of expanding TBD, very exciting, um, that will launch in the near future. So there's going to be a lot more associated with this exhibition to come. So with that, I will say thank you, Jocelyn, so much for joining me today. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you and engage with your practice over the last year and a bit. You know, it's been lovely kind of like getting to know you better on a personal level too. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks, Lillian. So that's it. What did you think? Drop us a line with your thoughts on today's pod. You can reach me at Lillian at gallery44.org or follow us on Instagram at G44photo. This podcast was written and presented by Lillian O'Brien Davis. That's me. Co-produced with Alana Traficante. Edited by Aaron Hutchinson. Special thanks to Respectful Child for the sweet tunes. We acknowledge the support of the Canada Council for the Arts. Talk to you next time.